0: All right, here we'll say good morning, good morning, good morning. What an incredible schluss we have. Baruch Hashem to begin. Mesech is getting what a journey. A very different Mesechta than Mesech Sota in Hashem. First of all, much shorter pages as you're about to see in Hashem. We actually have a chance of getting through an entire plot in a timely fashion. Let's begin by thanking our sponsors. To thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Iyar. E. Stephen Terry Zin, for dedicating all the Shurmah and this month in honor of their newest grandson, Matan Shmuel Aaron. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, he will grow to become an incredible ben Torah abmeh esim shonim tovos. But with that, let us begin. So just by way of introduction, the Torah HaKadoshah tells us that as opposed to B'nai Noach, opposed to B'nai Noach, who affect marriage by simply living together and who affect divorce by no longer living together, Torah tells us that if you have a situation where divorce is warranted, we'll discuss what warranted means, and in general we're going to discuss the Torah's view in Torah's hashkafa on divorce itself. So the Torah says when that occurs, when that process is to be initiated, Torah says the Kassav Krisos the Biada, the Mi Again, there's more to the Pesach by Salish Acher. Torah tells us that the husband has to write the, write the wife a get. Many different details concerning that get. One of those details is going to be the subject of our Mishnah. So let's begin. Mishnah Beis, if I may Maybe get Medina Sayyam. A person brings a get from Medina Sayyam, ultimately from overseas. Now I will say this Mishnah is presupposing that it is not the husband who is bringing the get, rather, the husband is sending a Shaliach. To go out and bring the get. We're going to discuss that in the world of Gitan. There's so much here that in the world of Gitan, ultimately, again, there's a concept of a Shliach Laholacha and a Shliach Lakhabbalah. Shliach Laholacha means the husband is sending a shaliach, right? Literally, Laholacha to take the get. Shliach Lakhabbalah, the wife ultimately has a shaliach, ultimately to receive the get. So the way this Mishnah is set up is, Hamevi Gem Dinasayam means husband is overseas. Overseas as defined as outside of Eretz Yisrael. Husband is outside of Eretz Yisrael. The get was written outside of Eretz Yisrael. The shaliach is bringing the get from the husband outside of Eretz Yisrael to the wife who currently resides in Eretz Yisrael. be get lomar So the shaliach, when he delivers the get to the wife, has to make the following statement. This get was written in my presence and this get was signed in my presence. But Fanay Nechtav in my literally in front of me it was written, but Fanay Nechtan in front of me it was signed. Take a look at Rashi. You're we'll gonna do a lot of interesting Rashis today. Tsarikh Rashi says, hashaliach chamavio. So the shliyach, who's bringing the get has to go ahead and recite. They both say this is the line you have to say. This is it. He has to say the line. Here it is. So we don't. The Mishnah doesn't explain why he has to say this line, but this is the halacha. So he will say first halacha in in Masekh is Gittin. A shaliach brings a get from overseas from a husband to a wife. When delivering the get to the wife, the shaliach has to say, "This get was written in front of me. This get was signed in front of me." Here, Rashi says, by the at the end of that Rashi Tzarech, Rashi says over here, Ushliach bala, so Here it is. This Shalyach that we are discussing, this is a Shalyach appointed by the Baal, appointed by the husband, to deliver the get to the wife. Good. So we'll say, So that is our first halocha in Mesach'ezgin. You bring a get from overseas, Territory Israel, Shalyach has to say the Faray Nechtat over Why he has to say that? What the meaning of that statement is, we have no idea. Good, we'll get to it. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel says as follows. Next, Rabbi Gamliel says, Rabbi Gamliel comes along and says, Even if you go ahead and you bring the get from rakem to Hagar. Now I will say, once again, we'll see in the Gemara what exactly is Rabbi Gamliel adding on over here. Rashi, Rashi just says, so I'll say, we'll see exactly in the Gimara. What I'll so, obviously, coming to argue, further refine the Tanah Kama, we'll see in the Gimara. Even from Kfarludim to to Now I'll say, here's what's interesting. So Ludim and Lud, we know what, what he's referring to over here. Ludim, i say, is a city outside of Eretz Yisrael. Lud is a city in Eretz Israel. Now interestingly enough, Ludim and Lud were border cities. They were literally right next to each other. So Rabbi us just coming along and saying that even if you see when you open the Mishnah, when you, when you write when you when you read the Mishnah, say don't you feel like an excitement with the new Masechta? Right? What's the excitement with the new Masechta? You feel also like okay, this is gonna be the one, I'm not gonna space out. I'm not going to say sorry. I'm not going to lose it. I'm going I'm to hold cup on this one, right? And also the beautiful part also is, so, as beautiful as, as much as we love Agarita, as who doesn't love Agarita? <laughs> Agarita is, is so vast, so vast. And the truth is, again, especially I was not doing it justice in, in terms of just, like the, just the basic interpretation of the psukim. So it's hard to retain everything. When you get back to, to Gemara, Right, We'll call it regular Gemara, with sequential steps. It's exciting also because a person feels, you know what? Okay, I'm going to remember this. Like, like this, I, I, I could hold on to these various pieces. So listen to this. Rabbi Eliezer says, even if you're bringing a get from Kfar Ludin to Lud. So look at Rashi for just a moment. Rashi says, So Ludim is a city or a village outside of Eretz Yisrael. L'lod, Rashi says, She ismuch vihime Eretz Yisrael. So, will say, so here's what's interesting. Rabbi Elias is coming along and saying, right? Mishnah gives us a halacha. What's the halacha of the Mishnah? What's the halacha of the Mishnah? If you bring a get from? Chutz l'aretz to Eretz Yisrael, you have to say, Befanei nechtam, or Befanei nechtam. So obviously Rabbi Gamliel says, even from Rechem to Chager. Even from Rechem or from Chager. Okay, we'll have to see what that means. Rabbi Elias just says, even from Kfar Ludim to Lud. Now, what Rabbi Elias seems to be saying is, even if you're only bringing it from two cities, which are literally right next to each other, but one is in Eretz Yisrael, one is in, in Chutzva, one is in Eretz Yisrael, so you still have to say far nechtem far nechtam. They both say it's not clear what what Rabbi Eliezer is arguing or, or is, is he arguing on the Tanakama? Is he defining the Tanakama? So we'll have to see that in the Gemara. But clearly, what he is doing is when we have this vision of the opening line of the Mishnah, that if you bring a get from a dinas to Eretz Yisrael. What's the image you have in your mind? Right, distance, distance. So what Rabbi Eliezer is clearly coming to say is, even if mamish, there's no distance, like they're border cities. You could hop in between the two. Still, if you're bringing a get from Medina Siam to Eretz Yisrael, you must say bafani nechta or bafani Good. The chachamim say, eno tsarach shemar bafani nechta or bafani nechta. Hamevi, hamavi mi Medina Siam. So, I will say the Chacham come along and say, again, I will say, we'll have to, it's not clear in the Mishnah what's going on. In other words, it seems to be that like there's an argument, obviously, because the Mishnah is quoting all these different opinions, but it's not immediately clear what the argument is about. So, the Chachamim say, you only have to say if you bring a get from a dinasayam, teratisro, or hamolech. Now, I will say, here the Chacham just added on something very interesting, which is the molech part. What is molik? So Asher says, So this is very interesting. The Chachamim say, you also have to say, If you bring a get from Eret Yisrael to Chutz La'aretz. So we'll say, so here's what's interesting about this. The first statement of the Chachamim doesn't seem to be adding anything. Right? Because we already, I should say, they're adding to the chorus already. Everyone has said that if you bring a get from Eretz Yisrael, you must say, You must say, Okay, The Chachamim are saying that again which seems to indicate they're arguing on something but then they add on this additional piece of Molech. They say even if you bring a get from Eretz Yisrael to Chutz La'aretz you also have to say B'fanei Nechtav u'b'fanei Nechtam. Good. We'll have to see what that means. Similarly Chachamim say what happens if you bring a get from one country or from one place to another place in, in, in Medina Sayam so we'll say this is now a third case. Right, so the Chum said it like this, up until now, we've been focusing on the case of what? Maybe get from Medina Sayam to Eretz Yisrael, right? And we established that in that case, you have to say B'fanei Nechtav or B'fanei Nechtam. It seems me maybe there's some locus as to what exactly that means from Medina Sayam to Eretz Yisrael. The Chum then added on, also if you bring a get, from Eretz Yisrael to, from, I'm sorry, from Eretz Yisrael, from Eretz Yisrael to Medina Sayam, you also have to say B'fanei Nechtav or B'fanei Nechtam, and Narebo said, there's a third thing that's being added. What's being added? Mi Medina le Medina Medina Sayam. What about bringing from one city, or from one country, to another city, to another country, in Chutz in Medina Sayam. So up until now, we've always been focusing on either Medina Samtah, Tisal or Eretz to Medina Sayam. What about from one location to another location, but in Medina Sayam? So now the Mishnah says, even if you bring a get from one location to another location, in Medina Sayam, right? In Chutzlaris, you also have to say B'fanei Nechtam or B'fanei Nechtam. Okay. Rabbi Shemuel, says, Afilu mehegmonia lehegmonia. So Rabbi Shemuel says, when it comes to B'fanei Nechtam, even within one city which has two rulers, if you look at Rashi, mehegmonia lehegmonia, so Rashi is in Ir Achas shahayu bashne hegmonin. Um, zaza, let's, say, let's say you have one city or one area let's say even one state one country that has two rulers that has two rulers but the rulers are makbed about travel between the two the two sections even in that case you have to say, nechtat, so I both say so what's interesting about this statement is the Mishnah seems to be indicating that there's something about b'fane nechtam, b'fane nechtam, that is rooted in the concept of restricted travel. So we'll, we'll, again, we'll see in the Gimara what all of this is about. So what we're doing is, once again, we'll just follow the progression. So we started with the din of B'fanei Nechtaf or when you're bringing a get from Medina Sayyam to Eretz Yisrael, right? Then we further expanded it from Hamdid, from Eretz Yisrael to Medina Hayam. Now we further expanded it, that even in Medina Hayam itself, from one area to another area, there will also be a din of B'fanai Nechtav or B'fanai nechtam. Good. Next, so let's go back to it. Behuddha says, says, So now, of course, the interesting question that's going to come up is so, borders. So, what are the borders of Eretz Yisrael ultimately, again, for these halachos of Gittin? Because obviously, it's going to be very important. Again, so also, the one thing that has not come up over here, in other words, the one area where everyone seems to agree. Is what happens if you bring a get within Eretz Yisrael itself? What's going to be the halacha? What's going to be the halacha? It does not appear that you need any b'fain echdan. Fine right? We'll say that that everyone seems to agree is in fact the case, right? Because again, that that case is not brought up at all. So therefore, I have to know what are the borders of Eretz Yisrael for Hilchos getting purposes. And we'll say you'll say to yourself, Hilchos Gittin purposes, the borders of Eretz Yisrael, the borders of Eretz Yisrael, not necessarily. Remember again. Eretz Yisrael has different borders for different things. There's the territorial area of Eretz Yisrael, which includes even areas that David Amalekh conquered, right? As as a mechametz reshus, as we just saw in the gittin, right? So, for example, sorry, And then there's biblical borders of Eretz Yisrael, and then we're going to see there's gittin borders of Eretz Yisrael. So, what are the gittin borders of Eretz Yisrael? So, take a look at the Mishnah. So, the says, Rabbi Huda Omer may la ki Rabbi Huda says, ultimately, again from Rekem to the east, and Rekem itself is considered like Chotz right? So there was a city, Rekem, in the east of Eretz Yisrael. Rekem itself is the eastern border of Eretz Yisrael for getting purposes, but the city of Rekem itself is considered to be Medina Sam. Take a look at Rashi, Rekem. Rekem kin ke Eretz So we'll say, so the city of Rekem itself, just to be clear, essentially, we'll say it's what we call in, in Halacha Ad v'lo ad bichlal, up until but not including. So the eastern border of Eretz Yisrael is up until the city of Rakem, not including Rekem, not to include Rakem. Now this is actually an important Rashi, Rashi says over here, Rashi so we'll says, So if you were to bring a get from Rakem, you would have to say so i will say, actually, let's finish up the rest of the Mishnah. Ashkelon is the southern border of Eretz Yisrael, And Ashkelon itself is considered like Chutzla. So, we'll so I just want to point this out very interesting. This is why I was saying to you before, Eretz Yisrael has different borders for different things. Ashkelon is Eretz Yisrael. Ashkelon is Eretz Yisrael. Forgetting we're going to see that Ashkelon was considered to be the border, and Ashkelon itself was considered to be like Chutz Laretz. Like Chutz Laretz. Okay? Akko with Sapon, Va Akko Kitzapon. Akko is considered to be the northern border of Eretz Yisrael, and what ultimately again, Ako itself was considered to be like Chutz Laretz. So we'll say, Mary, Mary says, no, Ako carries again. Akko, Akko, Akko is the northern border, but again, Ako itself is considered to be part of Eretz Yisrael. Incredible. So, Mariah says, Eretz Yisrael, And here it is. If a person goes ahead, I'll say, by the way, I'll just point out to you over here something interesting. Rashi points out, why is there no western border of Eretz Yisrael? right? We mentioned, we mentioned north, south, and east. Why no western border? So, Rashi says, Because Rashi says, you have the Mediterranean. Say, so, there again, there again, it's pretty clear where the land ends. It, uh, it ends at the sea. It ends at the sea. Okay. Baiter. Says the Mishnah. I maybe may be get married. So I'm going to say, here it is. Now it's explicit. Now it's explicit. Person brings a get in herity. In so there is no need for the shaliach to say, ne or, ne that it was written in my presence, signed in my presence. alav oririm. I. What happens if someone objects to the authenticity of the get? And I'm say, who is going to be objecting to the authenticity of the get? The husband. So I say, remember again, if I want to point out, this whole mission is set up that it's not the husband itself who is giving the get. The husband is sending the get with an agent. With an agent. I, the Torah, says that a husband has to give the get. So we know I will say. So Agency 101, Hilqah 101, is that Allah Maisa, that Allah Maisa so this whole Mishnah is set up with the idea that a husband is delivering a get through, through his proxy, through his agent. So I'm going to say, So what happens? So in Eretz Yisrael, you don't have to say, I ah, so what happens if the husband goes ahead and shows up and says, the get is forged. I never went ahead and, you know, authorized the delivery of this get. So the Mishnah says, he's not a problem. The get will be solidified or validated through its signatures. In other words, what you'll we'll have to do is you'll we'll have to find the witnesses who went ahead and signed on the get, have them attest to the validity of their signature, and we're good. Then the get is valid. Look at Rashi. It's kai samov. yaidu Sorry. yaidu al chasimas yidehem. edim kasher. So, I will say, in a situation in Eretz Yisrael, so you will say, what you begin to see from this is that when a Shariach says, essentially what that is, is that is a validation of the get. Again, we'll see the mechanics of it. So, now the Mishnah says, in Eretz Yisrael, you don't have to say, which is great, which is great. Except, what do you do in a case then where the husband comes along and argues on the authenticity of the get? To which the Mishnah says, not a problem. You're going to have to go ahead and validate the get through its signatures. How do you validate the get through its signatures? So Rashi, Kalish says two possibilities: either find the actual witnesses who signed on the get and get them to, to validate their own signatures, or I the other possibility is the other possibility is find other witnesses who recognize the signatures of these witnesses. They validate the signatures, and that validates the get. That's the concept called kiim Stars. Validating documents. You validate documents by validating signatures. Good. So I say. So says. We're going to see that in general, if a get, if somebody presents a get. And there's no one objecting to it. By definition, we assume that halacha the get is an authentic one. Again, we'll get into more of this in Mishnah. Also, I just point out there's something very interesting. If you take a look at the top tosas, before we go on we go to the Tapp tosis may Hamavi Get. So, I say if you look, you see in the short lines of that Tosas, if you go about three lines in, the so Tosas uh, points out of it, It's something very interesting. It says in Yudbeis I say we'll see. We're going to see some examples of Gitin. Actually, I'm going, to, I'm going to have a little uh, show and tell I have some copies on the show because it's interesting to see as we get into the halachos concerning how a get is written. It's fascinating to see a get is written 12 lines. Get is always 12 lines. So the Gemara says, we'll say, and that's independent of how long, you know, the wife's name is. And again, we're going to see getting are fascinating because in a get, like what person gets married? So what name do you put in the Kisuvah? You put their Hebrew name. In a get, not only do you put Hebrew names, but you put any names that they are known by. So you have a person who's, you know, a person who's named Ruvain, right? But his friends call him Bob. So in the get, it's gonna be you know, Ruvain, Demiskari Bob. Right? And we'll literally write Bob, not not in English, but in Hebrew, right? Bob. words, so no matter how many names or the names of the places, ultimately I get it, it's always 12 lines. Why? Omra bin Utam, you should get gematria your base. So it's interesting because the numerical value of get ultimately again is twelve. So therefore, I we'll say because the numerical value of get is twelve, therefore a to always make a get twelve lines. So we'll the other say? Rabbi Nusajikon has a different idea. He says the Torah calls a get a safer krisus. Literally, again, a book of division. And we're going to see that's actually a halachically significant term as well. So I will say, so here's what's interesting. If you look throughout the entire Torah, the, remember again, between each Chumash, we actually just had this, between Bahar and the Chul and the Chumash Vayikra, and beginning of Chumash Bamidbar. So the way it works in Torah Kiddoshe is, there is a minimum, ultimately, again, of at least three lines, dividing between each Chumash in the Torah, between each book of the Torah. There are four divisions. The four divisions, twelve lines. So the Torah calls a get a Sefer Kriusos, corresponding to the twelve lines which separate again the multiple books of the Torah in the multiple books of the to- the multiple books of the Torah as written in the Torah scroll. Okay, just an interesting and interesting. I will say one more piece. I just had Adar Hadrush. I saw this last night and I was just uh, absolutely blown away by it. In the quoted from the Sefer Ataros Yosh- uh, Yeshua which was the Rebbe, Rebbe Yeshua of Jacob. So it is said that before, before Tvilas Geshem, remember again on Shemini Atzeres, we go ahead and we recite Tfilas Geshem. So says so Geshem, remember Shmini Atzeres is the end of Din. Din begins on Chodesh Evo or Rosh Hashanah and ultimately again concludes on Shmini Atzeres. So before Tvilas Geshem, the story is told that the Eterus Yeshua got up and the drasha that he gave was the opening Mishnah in Gidin. What was the Drosha before Tiras Geshem? Anshmin Yazeres Hamevi Gat Nimedinas Hayam Sarat Shiomar Befane Nechtav Nechtan. That was the Drasha. Now the Balabatim loved the Drasha one because it was short, right? That was it, right? That, that was the whole thing. But no one understood what the Rebbe was saying. So the Rebbe went on to explain something incredibly amazing. Hamevi get. He says, what's get? Get is geshem and tal, Geshem and tau. So the ribono shel olam is Hamevi get mimedinas hayam. Right? The ribono shel olam. Remember, the Gemara Masechus says that there are three keys that HaKadosh Baruch Hu holds on to that he never gives out to, to a shaliach. And one of them is the mafteach of gishonim, of rain. So he's saying, ribono shel olam, Hamevi get, you are the one who brings rain and dew, Gishanan and Tal, from all over the world, right? And you know exactly what every land and what every country needs in order to be able to sustain. Sri so, you control life. So Boshom, you who control life, Sarek Sheyomar, Befanai Nechtav, Khalish Baraku, you have to say that each of us has a Ksiva Tova, Obefanai Nechtav, and a Chasima Tova. I will say so. That was the, that was the drasha. That was the drasha of the Ataros Shua. Yuri Bonoshal Olam, who are maybe get the You, who the one who ultimately ensures that everyone has the sustenance, you control everything. You control everything. Shayomar, you have to say or that every single yid will have a ksiva, a good inscription, and a chasima, a good ceiling. I will say, is that not incredible? Is that not absolutely incredible? Anyway, I thought a beautiful, beautiful idea to share. Let's go back there. Says so the Gemara. Well, say, so now let's get into it. My so we'll time. So now we've been introduced to this idea. Introduced to this idea. Ultimately, again, of B'fanei u U'b'fanei Nechta. Okay, so why? So we'll say, so in other words, what is an interesting, Mishnah, because the Mishnah takes it, obviously, again, as, as a given that you have to recite this statement when bringing a get from Medina Sayam. So, okay, that, that's great. Why? Why Why does the shaliach who brings a get from a husband overseas to Eretz Yisrael, why does he have to say, b'fay nech, b'fay nech, b'fay nech. So, we'll say, our first major focus in the Masef. The Rabbah says, on the days, So, so Rabbah says, so says, why? So, so, here we go. Here we go. Let's take a step back before I get into this. We spoke about this before. Actually, I don't know if I alluded to this at the, begin- at the beginning of this year. A get, has to be written in L'Shema. they will say, what does Shema mean? L'Shema means, again, the document itself has to be written for the sake of this man and the sake of this woman. Now I will say, what that means is, as opposed to a k'suva, for example, if you go to a k'suva, you go to a store, you want to buy a k'suva. And let's say, again, you go to a store where they already have the Chassan and Kala's names filled in, right? And you say, listen, I'm a ruvain marrying a Rachel, they say, right, no problem. They look it up. They've got a Reuven and a Rachel. Perfect. You're good to go. You do not need your Ksubah written for the sake of a husband and a wife. This stands in contradistinction to gitin. A get must be explicitly written for this specific husband and wife. That's called the Shema. Now, I will say, what part of the get, how much of the get has to be in the Shema? So that's going to be a further discussion. Rabba says, here's our problem. In Chutzla, or it's outside of Eretz Israel, they were not always aware of this halacha that a get has to be written shema. They weren't aware of it. So in order to attest to the fact that the get was written lishma, when the shaliach brings the get, what does he say? nechtav, or So I say, what is, when he when he makes that statement? This get was written in front of me. This get was signed in front of me. What is he saying? What is he saying? This get. Was written lishma. Look at Rashi. Tap Rashi. Based on the base. lishma. b'nei Medina sayam b'nei Torah. Strong statements, right? The Jews of the Jews of the diaspora are not b'nei Torah. and they don't know that a get has to be written for this specific woman. Ukraksid, but there's a pasuk that says because of la sefer krisos la. So what the pasuk says, you have to write for her a book of division of sefer krisos la lishma. Befane Nechtaf, So let's we'll say now watch this. Rashi has a little bit of a different read on this. So Rashi says, well, Here's the process, right? So Ruben is divorcing Rachel. Ruben lives, Ruben lives, Ruben lives, you know, in Baltimore. Rachel lives in Eretz Yisrael. So what happens? The Shaliach is bringing the guests from Baltimore to Eretz Yisrael. So now what happens? The Shaliach shows up and he says, Befane Nechtav, Ubefane Nechtam. Okay? So Rashi says, So according to Rashi, the nechtaf ubefanei nechtam, is the beginning of a conversation, right? So Shliach says his speaking part, I saw this get written, I saw this get signed, and then what happens, we. Now we'll say, who's the we? Now, here's what's interesting, what you clearly see from this OSA we'll is, when Reuben delivers a get from Chutzar's Heretz Yisrael, he's not just dropping it off at Rachel. Clearly, he's giving it in front of someone, right? Is it based in? Is it witnesses? That we're going to have to see. But look at the wording of Rashi. So, so right, Shliach shows up. He says, Okay. And then what happens? Right? We ask him, By the way, Shaliyach, Was the get written l'shma? And he says, Yes. So we'll say, so again, so just so just let, let's kind of bring this together. So according to Rav, why does Al Shaliyah have to say B'fanei Nechta, B'fanei Nechta? Why? Because we have a problem with Chutz La'aretz Gittin. Medina Sayyam Gittin. What's the problem? There were Amei Aretz, people were ignorant. They did not know the get had to be written in the Shema for the sake of this man and this woman. So what happens? We Sir Chazal instituted, if you're a shaliach and you bring a get from Chutznart, you need to say, b'fanechta, b'fanechta. So here's the process. Shaliyach shows up. Let's assume he's giving it in front of the basin. Let's just assume that for just a moment. Right? So he says, b'fanechta, b'fanechta. We say, Great. Tell us. Did you see the get? Do you know? Was the get written in the Shema? So b'fanechta, b'fanechta, is the beginning of a dialogue. But the essence of the dialogue is the question, was the get written lishma And I'm going to say, later on, the Gemara is going to ask, so why don't you just, ha-, instead of saying, fanechtam, fanechtam, what should the shariah say? What should he see? Right, get zu nechtav just So again, we'll discuss that. But according to Rabbah, we'll say, here's what it is. Because we're concerned the get wasn't written lishma and this is how we ascertain the get was in fact written lishma That's Rabba. Rabbah says, this is incredible. So we'll say this is fascinating. Rebbe says, no, we have a different issue, Rebbe said. We have a different issue. You see, what happens when you go ahead and you bring a get, right? So when you bring it from overseas, so if the husband doesn't challenge it, no problem, no problem. The problem is what happens if the husband does challenge it or someone challenges it? The problem is the witnesses who signed on it are overseas. If they're overseas, I will say, what does that mean? They're not going to be easily accessible to validate the get should it be subject to challenge. So Rava says we make the shaliach say or to validate the get, since witnesses to validate the get will not be readily available. Now look at Rashi. Let's let's put a little bit more meat on the bones. Rashi says misham I will say, literally translated, there weren't always caravans going from Medina Sayam to Eretz Yisrael. Right? There wasn't always transportation back and forth. Shem Yavohabal via If the husband comes along and says, I never wrote this get, she, so, we'll say, so what's going to happen? Let's play this out. Right? So Shaliach so brings the get from Ruben to Rachel. Ruben's in Chutzlar, Rachel's in Eretz Yisrael. Fine, Shaliyach brings the get. Now what happens? Ruben shows up and Rubain says, it's forged. I never wrote it. I never wrote it. So we'll say, so just before we go on, what's the process and how do we work that out? How do we work that out? How do we work that out? We look on the document and we see, okay, Lady and Yehuda signed on the document, okay? Anyone know Levi and Yehuda? No. Right, how do we, anyone know, right? Could, could we get them in here, right? Or if we can't get them in here, ultimately, again, can someone else recognize your signature? So here's the problem. Because there wasn't regular, consistent, or reliable transportation between Medina Siam and Eretz Yisrael, if the get is contested, it's not going to be easy for us to find or track down the edin so that they can validate their signatures. Or for that matter, to find other edin who would recognize their signatures. Therefore, what happens? The minul of the shliach. According to Rava, listen to what happened. According to Ravah, essentially, Ravah says it's fascinating. We allow the Shaliach to essentially be makayim deshtar. When the Shaliach delivers the get, we have a two-step process happening over here. Number one is the delivery of the get. Number two is proactive validation of the get. Proactive validation. So when the shaliach comes along and he says, he says, nechta or nechta, and what he's doing right there is he's validating the get. And it seems to be according to Rava, once he goes ahead and he validates the get, then what? Then what? There is no longer subject to dispute. We're done. Okay. So I'll we'll say here it is. Here it is. Focus, Rava and Rava. As to why you have to say, b'fanechta, b'fanechta. Rabbah, ultimately again, because b'nei, b'nei hayam, we're not proficient in, in the, the halach of L'Shema, and therefore again, when the Shaliah shows up, and it says, ultimately ultimately again, he's ascertaining, or he's validating the fact that the get was written l'shma, right? According to Rava, no. What he's doing is he's validating the get itself, really the signatures. Since if the get is contested, it's not going to be easy to get the witnesses or to find someone who knows the witnesses from Medina Sayyam. Therefore, the shliach comes, he proactively validates the get. Incredible. So we'll say, okay, it's interesting, but where is the practical difference between these two opinions? Ike ben Abel says into this, da'asu be'tray. Very interesting. I we'll say, good enough would be, what happens if instead of one witness bringing the get, two witnesses bring the get? If two witnesses, or two, I should say witnesses, two to, um, kind of shluchim, right, two agents, right, two shluchim bring the get, do they have to go ahead and say b'fanei nechtav or b'fanei nechtam? So we'll say, So, interestingly enough, according to Rabbah, who says that b'fanei nechtav or b'fanei nechtam is necessary to go ahead and show that the get was written with Shmah, even if two witnesses bring it, you would, they would still have to, I keep saying this, even if two agents bring it, they would still have to say it. But ultimately, again, according to Rava, where it's really a din in Kiyam Shtar, it's really a din in validating the signatures on the get. if you have two agents bringing it, that's effectively two witnesses, they don't have to say anything. The mere, the mere presence of two people bringing the get is enough to go ahead and validate the get. Inami, we'll say another good nafkumina, another good nafkumina would be, mi Medina, le Medina Very interesting. What about from one city to another city, in Eretz Yisrael itself, so we'll say, so according to Ravah, according to Ravah, do you have to say, from city to city in Eretz Yisrael? According to Ravah, no, why not? In Eretz Yisrael, they know what to do with Lishma. According to Ravah, we'll say, remember, if it's from one city to another city, or from one country to another, one province, maybe there's a transportation issue. If there is a transportation issue, then inach inami you would have to say befaney nechdam ubefaney nechdam inami other possible another Naf community would be baosim medina sayam within the same city but in medina sayam so according to Rabbah, according to Ra- according to Rabbah excuse me who says this is dinner of the Shema you would still need befaney nechdam ubefaney nechdam since halacha lemaister again it's in chuslar it's never there's a problem of befaney nechdam befaney nechdam According to Ravah, there's no transportation issue, and therefore, again, you wouldn't need it. So we'll say, so therefore, again, let's just solidify this for just a moment. So three different Nafkaminas. We're not going to mention Nafkaminas. We'll say, here's, a, here's what we know. Here's what we know. Mishnah tells me, let's, go, let's just go with what we know. Mishta tells me, right, Ruben is divorcing Rachel, sends the get with a shaliach from Baltimore to Eretz Yisrael. What's the shaliach? Shows up at the get. What does he need to do? He needs to say nechtab, nechtab. That's what we know. Why does he have to say it? Machlok is and Rav. Rabo. rabo says, Because whenever a get shows up from Chutz what are we concerned about? Lishmah. Do they really know what they're doing in Chutz Right? Do they know what they're right? Was the get written for the sake of this man, for the sake of this woman? Therefore, when the Shaliakh shows up and he says, nechtab, nechtab, That's an entry point for a dialogue. We say, very interesting. Tell us. Was the get written lishma or not? Right, he's going to say yes. We're good to go. According to Rava, what are we concerned about? Not Lishmah. According to Rava, what we're concerned about is that Allah saw husband's going to show up and husband's going to say this get was forged, or I was coerced, or whatever it is, whatever whatever it might be. I will say, remember, we are. If we're going to allow a woman to get married with a get, the one thing we have to ensure. Is that it's is that it's you know fireproof? It's bulletproof, right? In other words, that Allah no one could come and overturn it later on because that'd be a disaster. So what do we do according to Rava? According to Rava, what we want to do is we want to validate the get proactively. So what's the problem? If the get is coming from chutz laaretz and then ultimately again it's challenged, it's going to be difficult to find the witnesses from overseas or to find other people who recognize the signatures of the witnesses from overseas. So essentially, what do we do? We have the shaliach who brought it, essentially validate the get. And he says, b'fanecham, b'fanecham, Ultimately, I'm attesting to the validity of the signatures on this document. Beautiful, beautiful, we will say, now let's go. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll say, so now to ask good cash. listen to this. So Rabbah, Rabbah, what you're saying is like this. When, Rabbi, so I just want to point out, the fundamental hooks in Rabbah and Rabbah is Rabbah has a, a general concern about every single get that comes from Hutzlartz right So we will say essentially according to Rava, according to Rava, sorry, when you have a get that shows up from Hutzlartz, right what is based in thinking what is based in thinking get shows up from chutzlar, what is based in thinking oh no oh no, right these guys in hutzlarts they don 't know what they 're doing right oh 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 no so we 'll say essentially every single get that shows up from hutzlartz. We're really not sure about the validity of it, about validity. Validity. So in the Shaliach says nechta nechtam, what we're really doing is we need him to. We need to get a stempel on the get, like the kashrus of the get. The Rov says this is different that, than than Rava. According to Rava, what are we concerned about? We're concerned about something that may happen. Right, See, you hear this nuanced distinction. According to Rava, when the get shows up from chutz Laaretz, we are concerned, is this a kasher get right now? Was it written the or not? According to Rava, what we're concerned about is what may happen later on. What are we concerned about? Right? According to Ravah, what are we concerned about? We'll say, according to Ravah, what are we concerned about? Right, That the husband may show up later on and challenge the validity of the get. And if he does that, we may be stuck to produce the witnesses who signed the get or who recognize the signatures of the witnesses on the get. So according to Rava, when that get from Chutzrat shows up, I believe that get is kasher. I'm just concerned about what could occur in the future. According to Rabba, when that get shows up, I'm literally not sure if it's kosher. I don't know if it's kosher because I don't know was it really? The it's such a fundamental difference. So based on the Gemara says, watch this. According to Rabbah, who literally is worried about the actual kashras of the get. Like, is the get kasha or not? Is the get kasha or not? Was it written in the Shema, libay The truth is, you really need two witnesses, or two agents. As I was to say, if the shaliach is actually testifying about the halachic validity of the get, so that's not a din in one person, you should need two people. Because really what the shaliach is doing over here is he is actually testifying that the get is a kasher get. If you're testifying about halachic status, which impacts isha say, this is like pretty serious stuff. You should require two witnesses. We'll call it two agents, but it's two agents who are acting as two witnesses. By trade, me the Why is it any different than any other testimony? we'll say, according to Rabbah, when the shariach says the fanehtah the what is he effectively saying? I hereby testify that, that what? That this get was written Lishma. Whoa. That's big stuff. That's big stuff. That's testimony. If it's testimony, that requires two witnesses. To which the Gemara answers, no, it's okay, why? Why? So let's say, here we go, fascinating. It's okay, because Eid Echad is Ne'eman b'isurin, right? Eid Echad, ultimately, again, is believed in matters of Israel. Where do we know this from? Take a look at Rashi. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi is in the wide lines, uh, five lines. And Eid Echad is believed. We know that, we'll say, you don't need Eidos, that you separated out truma and Meiser, that you took out the sciatic nerve from your meat. We'll say, we're all believed on these things ourselves. Right? Why? Because the Torah believed eight echad when it comes to Issar. I'll just point out something really interesting. If you see Tosis, see that Tosas eight echad neemun It's like the fifth to last Tosis, the first eight echad. If you look at the last two lines of it, Tosas, says ve'im tomar u'menavon de eight echad has a different approach. Tosis says, from where do we know that one witness is believed when it comes to Issar? This incredible. Yeshlomar di'afinon minida la liatsma. We actually had a smichas chaver. Shabbos say so again. The Torah says when a woman has to count shivanikim. I even midar says she doesn't have to count but whatever we'll leave that on the side. Whatever amount of has to count before she goes to the mikvah v'safra we'll la. Shabbos say a woman doesn't need edos that she's no longer a nida. Right, Halal HaLemai says she keeps track of that counter herself and she is believed. So most say so it's just an interesting, we're not going to get into why there is a Makhlokis Rashi Tostas, because obviously they're arguing on something. They're arguing on the Makar, on the source, for the concept of Eid Echad Na'eman B'Sur. According to Rashi, the concept of Eid Echad Na'eman B'Sur is really just, it's clear, I'm believed to say that I separated at Shumas and Meisras on my produce. And we'll say, failure to separate that Shumas and Meisras on produce is a very serious transgression. It's an Yisr. Yet I, as an Eid Echad, believed. Tosa says, the makar, the source ultimately, again, is so called Nida. A woman is believed to say when she's a Nida, when she's not a Nida. So, again, Eid Echad Ne'am But bottom line, whatever the source is, whatever the source is, Eid Echad Ne'am When it comes to matters of Yisr, a single witness is believed. So therefore, the wants to suggest over here, this is the situation of Israel, Right? Why is this, which is are we talking about over here? Which Eish is Sir? Ish. Married woman. So therefore, again, when, according to Rabbah, when an Eid Echad, right? Get comes from the Dinah Sayam, we're not sure, ultimately, again, is the Get valid or not. Eid Echad, right? This, the shaliach says, <speaking in Hebrew> He is an Eid Echad who is saying the Get was written lishma. Eid Echad Ne'eman B'Yisuri. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. The Gemara says, one second. Emar is passing. Emar, I mean, When do we say Edah? We'll say when do we say that Edah Chal is Ne'amun B'Isur? When do we we'll say that? Kigon Chaticha Safek Shelcheilav Safek Shuman De Lo Is Chazik So, both this is interesting, and this line in the Gemara seems to go both against Rashi and Tosis, which we'll discuss. We'll say when do we say Edah Chalam Right? When do we say that Edah is believed when it comes of this, sir? I will say that's in a case of delo ischazik isura. So I will say, this is incredible. That's in a situation where the iser is not solidified. Or the iser is not concretized. It's a suffix. For example, I will say, for example, you have a piece of meat. You're not sure. Is the piece of meat kasher or is the piece of meat not kasher? An Eidachar is believed to say kasher. Kasher, why? dilo ischazik isura? Because the iser identity is not solidified or concretized. That's where an Eid Echad is believed. I to take a look at Rashi. Delo is Isur. Rashi says, So I want to say, this is incredible. So, by the way, where the Gemara gets this, that Eid Echad is not is only Neemah and Lo Eschazik Isur, so we're going to see it. I want this Gemara is entertaining over here. Yeah, Eid Echad Neemah and Bishu, and when? Essentially, in a case of Suffolk. In a case of Suffolk. When there is the potential of Isur, but not solidified or concretized Isur, that's when the Eid Echad is believed to come along and say, it's not al it's Mutr. However, about Hochad Yischazik Yisura, the Ishesish Rabosei. This is a case of Ischaziki surah. What does it mean Right, the Isser is solidified. Say, what's the Isser? What's the Isser? Right, Ishesish. This is a married woman, right? Rachel is a married woman. remember again, everyone agrees her status is that she's married. The Shaila is could get go ahead and change that status. Havi Davar Sheva Erva. Rabosei, this is not a matter of Isser. This is what we call a Davar Sheva Erva. They will say, Davasheba Sheba Erva means a matter of morality. And when it comes to a Daber Sheba Erva, they in Sheba Erva, Pachos mishnayim." They will say, ultimately, again, when it comes to a Daber Sheba Erva, that requires a minimum of two witnesses. Now, as we says, you may be right. Maybe it is true, Eid Echad Na'aman Bisurin. Maybe that is true. When it comes to the matter of Israel, prohibition, Eid Echad is believed. But first of all, the Yomer wants to suggest, when do we say, Eid Echad is Na'aman Bisurin? Delo Ischazik Isura, where the Israel identity has not been solidified. But this over here is a situation where the isra identity is solidified. This is a matter of aishas ish. This has to do with the status of a married woman. This is a davar sheda erba. Rabbeinu we'll say this is the halachos of arayus. When it comes to halachos of arayus, you need two witnesses. Take a look at Rashi. Roi latir davar davar we actually just had this in sota as well, right? Rabbeinu so we'll said this is Shava of davar davar. Kima tzaba ervas davar by Erva by Mamon by Monetary Matters. Is this not the best part of Dafiomi? What a feeling it is. Even if I don't remember it, right? If I remember it, I know that I just learned this, right? I know that right this. Well, not the just, yes, This was Gimel, Gimel babe. This is like five years ago. Right? So the so, it's the best feeling in the world. I did that. I I did that tomorrow. I did that tomorrow. So I so, said, remember again, we actually did this rush a couple of times. Halach al there's a reshavav, davar, davar. Right? Ki ervas davar, matter of morality, davar. A shnaim edim yakum davar, through the testimony of two witnesses, davar, the monetary matter will be established. Just like monetary matters require two witnesses, so to what? So to halach al davar erva, a immorality matters, or, or morality matters, also require two witnesses. So what's going on over here? According to Rabba, let's take it full circle. Rabba, if you're saying that is because we are really concerned that getting written overseas are not written in the Shema, that they're not valid. And so this witness is, this Shaliach, this, this agent slash witness, is essentially saying, I testify that the Get was written in the Shema. Whoa! You can't do that with one witness. That needs two witnesses. This is a Daber Sheva This is a matter of morality. And therefore, if he's testifying about the Shema identity of the Get, that should require. Two witnesses. To which the Yerusha will say, watch this, watch this. To which the Ureth says, you're right. In reality, Rabbah doesn't mean to say that they don't know what they're doing in Chutz L'aretz. That's not what he meant to say. In reality, the majority of B'nai Chutz L'aretz know what they're doing. The majority of Giten that come from Chutz <laughs> ultimately, again, are written L'Shema. They're written L'Shema. So, I will say, and therefore, there's really nothing to worry about. But even according to a who says you have to normally be concerned for the, miyot, for the minority, Stam Sifri minority. migmar gumiri. will say, people who are sofrim, they know what they're doing. A person doesn't become a sufferer if he doesn't know what he's doing. So, I will say, so now, watch this, it's almost like a 180. So, it turns out, Rabbi says, you know what? The truth is, we're actually very confident that getting written in chutzlar are written in the right way, right? Because the majority of people know the halacha, and certainly sofrim, certainly sofrim, even Rabbi Miros Koshchus in Uta, certainly sofrim, certainly sofrim know what they're doing. So why, so why did he need b'fanechtel b'fanechtel? For Rabbanon hudatzuch. We'll say, ultimately, again, it was the rabbis who required it. Right? It was rabbis who required it. Now we'll say, why did the rabbis require b'fanechtel b'fanechtel? Take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, last Rashi and the Daf. The Rebbe said, the was concerned just for a very unique case, which was Reuven's divorcing Rachel, right? And it happens to be he's in the market for a get. He sees that someone threw into the garbage a perfectly good get that was also between a Reuven and a Rachel. So if he goes, ha, it is Ah, it's a Simon mina The devotion wants me to divorce my wife, right? If Hashem, I'll say, it's always incredible to see how people intuit different divine signs, right? So the way I found this get it has my name it has her name, it's bashert. It was bashert that we got married. It's bashert that we're divorced, right? So that's what Chazal were concerned about. So both say, so now, by the way, I just want to point out, this is a total one eighty. Although I'm not a 180, like a 170, right, So we'll say, So now, what's happening over here is essentially we started out with Rabbah saying, with Rabbah saying that in Chutz halachah In they don't know what they're doing with lashma They don't know what they're doing, and therefore I say find next time in order to ascertain that the get was written lishma. Okay, but if that's the case with really, you, you should need two witnesses. No, they know what they're doing in Chutz La'aretz. And even Rabbi Meir, who's normally choshich for the miyot, for the minority, will say so for him, certainly know what they're doing. So what's the Yishon say? Chazal, the rabbis, wanted you to say, after. So, so we're going to stop over here for today. We're going to finish up Rabbi Meir's Hashem, tomorrow, and see how the rest of this plays out by rabbi's Rabbi Rabbah will say, What a first half of Mishach is getting. Shkoyach, everybody. All right, have a great day everyone, good to see everyone.